And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as farmers made good harvest progress despite some cool, damp weather. But first, a new change. We bring in the farm weather at the start of AgriNews. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepard at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, sunny skies, windies 20, gusting to 40 this afternoon. The high today, 24, the low 8. Partly cloudy tomorrow, 30%. Chance of showers in the afternoon. Wind southeast, 30, gusting to 50. The high, 25 on Friday. The low, 12. Saturday, partly cloudy. The high, 25. The low, 9. Sunday, partly cloudy. The high, 21. The low, 7. Monday, sunny with a high of 21. The low, 11. Tuesday, sunny. The high, 24. The low, 18. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high forecast of 19. The normal high for this time of year is 20. The normal low is 5. The sun rose at 620 this morning. It sets at 733 tonight. And around the province this hour, Estevan 21, Saskatoon 20, Swift Current 21, Weyburn 22, Yorkton is 21. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 23. That's 73 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-northeast at 22. Humidity, 24%. Barometer dropping 102.6. Sunny and Moose Jaw 22, winds are from the east at 18, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina sunny and 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Farmers across Saskatchewan made considerable harvest progress despite some cool, damp weather during the past week. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says 39% of the crop has been combined across the province, up from 27% last week and well ahead of the five-year average of 25%. Well, actually, we saw a significant increase in the uh, number, the percentage of crops that are being harvested, uh, Jim. Obviously, in the southwest, it's over. It's right around 60%, and that was as of September 3rd, and I'm sure just over the last few days, that number's probably increased significantly as we had uh, pretty good weather down in the, in the southern part of the province. The southeast is uh, moving right along. They're real close. They're, they're like just under 60%, so we're seeing it uh, really progress in a, in, a good, in a good way, Jim. We're seeing the numbers really coming in, really increasing, and the northeast is even, you know, even from last week is, is over doubled from what it was a, a week ago. So the weather's been fine and obviously the crops are maturing at a good rate and the guys are getting her off. What are you hearing about yields? It's kind of all over the map, Jim. You know, obviously we've got some areas where, the, you know, the drought definitely had an impact and has caused us some concern. And I actually talked to a good friend of mine last night on, on my drive in uh, down the southeast corner and grew his, one of his best spring wheat crops and, that he's ever grown on his farm. So it, it varies across the board, and, and we're hearing, you know, up in the northeast, the canola crops look good, and northwest, they look good. So talked to another colleague of mine, and he's kind of in that north central, and barley crop was way above expectation. So it's kind of all, a little bit all over the map, Jim. What about topsoil moisture rating? Is it still pretty poor? Yeah, it is. It's uh, We're very concerned about it, as is everybody is. And right across the province, I think you're looking at right around 80% of the of the moisture is, is short or very short. What kind of crop damage did we have? So I guess some from winds, and there was a bit frost, too. 
Yeah, there was some frost, and I, you know, I think it, the frost is going to be more of a local issue with, you know, some late seeded crop, whether it's soybeans or canola or, or something like that that was put in. That obviously is going to have some, the frost will definitely have some impact at on a local level in some areas, but for the most part, I think the crops, as I said last week, Jim, are are well advanced. That the frost may, I don't, you know, I don't think it'll take any bushels away. It may, in some places, downgrade a bit. You might see some wrinkling in kernel or that type of thing. So, but for the most part, I don't think the frost is going to have a huge impact on yield. Looking at the progress by crop, it looks like the biggest progress is in the pulse crops, where soybeans are just getting started. Yeah, yeah, and then we're starting to see that. Uh, for the most part, you know, uh, the farmers put their pulses in, you know, fairly early, so they're, you're seeing that pretty well all being wrapped up. I venture to say there's not much left out for peas and very little left out for lentils and even the uh, chickpea harvest I think is pretty well come to you know a lot of it's being done so that side of it is the canola I think it's just really getting underway I know in my part in my part of the province now the guys are going on the straight cut canola are, are just getting going on that so probably in the next week or so if the weather holds and it sounds like it's going to these numbers are probably going to see a significant increase Jim. And there were more cases of farm equipment contacting power lines, the power equipment. Yeah, and that's always a concern for us. Uh, obviously, safety is very important on the farm, and uh, I've always been a very strong lobby for safety in, in agriculture and hoping everybody you know, just kind of slows down and just remembers and respects what power can do to people. And we all have family members that everybody wants to see it back home tonight. And last week we talked a little bit about field fires. Have you heard of any more? I, I haven't heard of any. No, I haven't. I, I, you know, I haven't heard any. Uh, I'm sure there's probably been a few local combine fires and things like that. But the guys, for the most part, I think the ag community is is very well prepared for this. Now, if you go past many farm operations where the guys are out in the field, you're going to see that they have a water truck there. Some of them are even using a high clearance sprayer as their water truck, and they've equipped it that way. So everybody's well prepared for it. I think for the most part, Jim. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture for Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The second winner this summer in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout is Jan Nolting, who farms near Craig, about 120 kilometers northwest of Regina. Nolting family and friends were treated to pierogies, mashed potatoes, sausage, cabbage rolls, and roast beef from Peg's Kitchen in Regina. Other sponsors include Warner Industries, Marcus in New Holland, The Tap, and Great Western Brewing. Jan's son, Jason Nolting, gave me a ride on his auto steer combine and afterwards discussed this fall's harvest. We're going to harvest probably a little over 7,500 acres, I think, this year. How do you describe harvest? How's it gone? Harvest's been really good, really good, without almost no, no issues, knock on wood, actually, to this point. What did you grow this year? Canola, lentils, barley, and hard red wheat. And how are the yields for those crops, in rough terms? Uh, the yields have been surprising, I guess is the word I would use. Better than I thought they were going to be. In numbers, any numbers? Well, I don't know. Uh, like the wheat, 50 to 60 probably. Haven't done any canola yet. The lentils have been good. Barley's been good to really good. I went out on the combine with you in the lentils. It was interesting to just see the, the latest auto steer. How do you like that? Well, I don't know how guys do it without it anymore. We've had it for quite a while in most things. And the wave of the future. Yeah, well, it's maybe not even the future anymore. I think most guys, most guys have some sort of auto steer in most of their equipment, I would say. 
Describe the growing season this year. What was it like here at Craig? Uh, we had good good moisture initially in May. Uh, the rains, I think, in the area were pretty streaky, I would say. And then we had June was pretty dry. We had to dry four or five weeks there, and then we got some more rain. I guess timely rains, and that's what made the yield decent. Any idea how much rain you had? Like you said, timely rains. I know that's important. That's what makes the crop. Uh, yeah, I don't. I did look at that the other day, and I forget what I forget what it was to tell you the truth. How much uh, do you have left to do? What crops do you have left? Uh, we just got canola left, a couple thousand acres, and we'll be done. A couple thousand acres, like that's a small amount. That's a fair amount of uh, harvesting. When do you expect to be done? Well, I would expect that would take us six six days, or a little less. What do you plan to seed next year? Uh, that's a million dollar question. I I don't know. Probably a mix of the same things. I would guess. Pretty much the same. How would you describe prices this year? Uh, any, any thoughts there? Because I know India has, uh, you know, put tariffs on the lentils that we were just harvesting. Yeah, the lentils and pea prices are, are poor, really poor. Wheat prices uh, were strong a little bit ago, but I think have some harvest pressure on them right now, but I think they'll come back. Barley's decent. Barley yields are usually pretty good? Well, they can be. Depends on the weather. I think the price is decent because some guys are having poor crops. What key farm issues as you're here on the farm at Craig? What do you think about when you're thinking of farm issues right now? Uh, probably just cost. Uh, cost and profit, I guess. How you can afford to buy land and buy machinery and still have money left to to have a profit, right? Like, I, it that's the biggest issue. You know, I keep thinking when I hear that, that that's the perennial problem of, of life on the farm, the pressures of, of cost and making a go of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's tough. I got two young boys here that are interested in the farm or whatever. And uh, I mean, I know I'm going to have to help them out, but just hopefully I'll be able to. Yeah, this is, and you're third generation or, or more gener farmer here, right? Yeah, yeah. But it just, I don't know. It just, something's got to change a little bit to get back to profitability, I would say. Any suggestions? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we're our own worst enemy as far as uh, land prices go. I mean, we got nobody to blame but ourselves, as far as that goes. Jason Nolting farms near Craig, about 120 kilometers northwest of Regina. Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley has announced funding of $330,000 to the Canadian Hemp Trade Alliance. The investment is helping to develop industry grading standards to ensure Canadian hemp products are known globally as being of the highest quality. Over 138,000 acres of hemp were planted last year, used in environmentally friendly clothing and building materials. It's also becoming known for its high nutritious content, including protein, omega and fiber. As part of the new cannabis legislation, the federal government is updating the industrial hemp regulations to allow the harvesting of flowering heads, branches and leaves immediately. These changes open new revenue source and market opportunities for hemp producers by enabling farmers to capture the full value of the hemp plant. Canada exported $93 million in hemp food and fiber in 2017. The Canadian Hemp Trade Alliance represents over 260 farmers across nine provinces and promotes Canadian hemp products globally. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. 
Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 30 cents at 452.62. Oats rose 2 cents at 154.92. Number one red spring wheat went down 68 cents at 239.86. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 248.02. Feed barley, 187.63. Flax, $479 per metric ton. Yellow peas, 221.54. Feed wheat, 196.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down 3.5 cents at 5.76 and 3.25 cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180. Or Weyburn, 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for September 5th. Assiniboia did not have a sale this week as it was Weyburn's turn. Your D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to 90 D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to 78 And your slaughter bulls from $1.05 to $1.20 a pound. For any more market information, give me, Brady Olson, a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,200 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 90 to 117 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,900 head, selling a range of 91 to 120 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up. Four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down two basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3185. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.69 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated spot markets moved modestly higher in yesterday's trade, but continued to reflect the abundant supply by trading at significant discounts to other hog pricing arrangements. The pork carcass cutout was drawn lower yesterday with weakness coming from the ham and loin primal cuts. However, packers are still benefiting from very profitable operating margins that are currently estimated at better than U.S. $30 per hog. December and February lean hog futures are trading at levels 25% higher than where they were one month ago and represent a good hedging opportunity in the context of the current heavy supply and uncertain export demand situation. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast now at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today is sunny, windies 20 gusting to 40 this afternoon, the high 24, the low 8. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers in the afternoon. Wind southeast, 30 gusting to 50, the high 25, the low 12. In Regina, sunny and 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.